How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Another beautiful weekend to talk about your favorite subject, your mortgage. Everyone likes doing that at 8 in the morning, especially my friends, Tress Collins. I love doing that, Kevin. Love yes, it. love it. <laughs> That's why you have to drink so much coffee before you get here, right? Yes, yes. And then we have William Cobb stepping in for inappropriate Uncle Bubba. We need to get you a nickname, William. Um, I'm sure we'll figure something out. The mortgage assassin. No, no, we can't do that. That's not good. I have to come up with something. <laughs> they call me the Ginger Ninja at the uh, office. Uh, the what? The Ginger because of the red hair. Uh-huh. And then the Ninja. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right. So look out. He's going to do your loan for you. <laughs> William is here to share the front lines in the mortgage world for uh, one of our loan officers here at TexasHoney.com on our home purchase team if you're trying to buy a home this year. Time for you to text us today. We want to answer your questions about buying, refinancing, getting a cash-out refinance. Loans are still being done, and people still need money, and uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world that have changed, and so you need to get yourself prepared if you're trying to get that cash-out refinance to consolidate your finances, consolidate your, your debt payments into lower payments. Now's the time. Things are changing, and you need to get ready for it, and, and uh, we'll tell you about all that today as we get into get into things but uh in the meantime make sure that you get your text in early asking questions about refinancing getting cash out refinances and home purchases find out what your chances are y'all heard the federal reserve uh announced that they were going to raise the overnight rate by one quarter of one percent this week and the overnight rate is simply the rate that one bank lends another bank money for one day uh and so that overnight rate for one day uh, by raising that, their their intentions are to, to do that many times over the next couple of years so that they can stem long-term inflation. That is the were, that is their official statements. You know, they want to slow, stem long-term inflation. Uh, but we need to share with you the impacts that that has had in the mortgage business and whether it has had any impact or not, as people really don't understand a lot of those things and how they impact things. So, uh, but before we get going, want to find out what's going on in the world of Tress Collins. Oh, gee. I don't see coffee. I see a big bottle of water. I know, because I, I got up late, didn't have time to stop and get my coffee, which makes me very, 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 very sad. How <laughs> many varies is that? That's a lot of varies. It's a lot of varies. But I was thinking about it, it. It passed by my coffee shop, and I was like, I miss you. Is very, <laughs> very sad just a little bit more sad than very sad, or is it double sad than very sad? Very, very sad. That's a 
great question. I, don't I know. think it varies on the very, <laughs> but at this morning I'm going to say it's slightly worse than very. It's not double very. Okay, it's not yeah. double very. Okay. Well, you said you threw about four of them in there. I sure did. I know. So is that like three less make a right? So very, very, very. Is it actually not it's that a bad? It's gradual. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So anything happening this weekend? Are we traveling? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. But we probably will uh, next weekend. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, just checking, going to go out to East Texas. We haven't done that in a while. Of course, gas prices doesn't help. Yeah, you got to get out that little, you know, that little bicycle. You got to start riding Well, we'll take my car. My car is really fuel efficient, which is super great. But still, I mean... It just kind of lends itself to, let's not do it. But yeah. at the same time, we haven't done it in a while. It's like, ugh, we have so much fun when we do it. But yeah. I tell you. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that progresses going forward and how it impacts the consumer being able to go eat food or go out to eat in restaurants or go to games and go to sports and buy houses. Well, and pay for houses. Uh, and pay for rent. We'll see how that all how that goes going forward. Yeah, I'll tell uh, you something. My brother is a trucker. And he made a post on social media last night showing how much it costs to fill up his truck. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's over $1,000 to fill up. Then, of course, they have huge gas tanks. But even so, I mean, where it used to be like three to $400, it's now like 1000 Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I there's a lot of things that can be said about that. There's plenty of other radio stations to listen to and plenty of other TV shows to listen to where you can you can rant all you want. We're going to stick to our line, which is yes. we want you to save money on your mortgage at TexasLending.com. One of the people that does that every day is William Cobb, one of our loan officers here. Uh, you've been seeing it. People are trying to put bids on houses. Uh, what's happening there? It's it's pretty fierce, to be honest with you. Depending upon what price point you want to be in, um, you get, should be prepared to offer over asking price in most cases. So we've been seeing people bidding many times over asking price. Bids $30,000 over asking price, 50000 70000 Some of them are not being won, these bids over asking price. But the good news now is that while that person isn't putting the bid in the house, you can be out siphoning their gas tank into your gas tank. <laughs> so there's that. You always have there's that. There's that. <laughs> you, you know. You're so solution-oriented, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you did it just right, you could drive around the neighborhood in a truck and just kind of make all kinds of money. They've got all the open huh. house signs yeah. that point you right there to where you need to go each time. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see how this all goes, man. It's Wow. What a collaboration we have here. <laughs> there are consequences. <laughs> there are consequences. Uh, so, anyway, we want to we want to share with you about your home loan. You know, you heard the the Federal Reserve raise the interest rate, the overnight rate this week, and uh, the things that I projected would come true have come true. Uh, one of them being that after the Federal Reserve raised the rates, mortgage rates would go down, which they have since Wednesday. They went up. Uh, in the immediate aftermath of while they were talking, things were see were were, were uh, going up and down really fast. They were seesawing, I guess you could say, really fast. The mortgage rates didn't know what to do. They came down a little bit Thursday. They came down a little bit Friday. Uh, so for the consumer, they were about a quarter percent lower on Friday than they were on Wednesday. Uh, the potential was there. Um, 
the because and the problem is I think the long-term prospects are that the Federal Reserve is not going to be able to contain this inflation. I think that long-term, that mortgage rates are going to continue to rise uh, in this environment. And the Federal Reserve has said they're going to con- they, they want to make uh, rate increases each time every six weeks. So they did it on Wednesday, and six weeks from Wednesday, they plan on doing it again and then again until something breaks. And usually the Federal Reserve does not stop until things break. Usually w- each time, the last several times that they have raised interest rates, They've continued to do it until there is some the market dropped twenty five, you know, percent, thirty percent or something like this in the stock market, these kind of things. So we'll have to wait and see how things uh take there. Do wanna let you know that last week during the show I did speak to you all about the mortgage industry is showing cracks like it did in two thousand eight. It's showing cracks like it did in two thousand twenty. Uh, when COVID started. And when I say it's showing cracks, the secondary market for mortgages where the loans are sold into is paying a fraction uh, of the amount that they were paying for loans just two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, uh, So so that is showing signs of uh, struggle. And uh, how that impacts you, the consumer, will have to wait and see. It might mean that rates are going to go up another half a percent in the mortgage industry outside of what the Federal Reserve is doing. Um, because, you know, inflation's around 10% or more. If, if I was reading an article, if we use the inflation gauges we used back in the 1970s, then inflation reports would be at around 13% right now. And so we don't use the same gauges we did in the 1970s. Uh, but if inflation is seven to thirteen percent, and you're getting a three percent return on your mor- on, on a bond and a mortgage, uh, no one wants that. So the secondary market's saying, "No, we don't want this." And so, secondary market's saying, "You're going to need much higher rates uh, for us to pay you for these mortgages." So it's going to put a lot of stress in the mortgage industry, which a lot of mortgage companies have already laid off thirty, forty percent of their staff, and so there might be more of that to come, and. We'll have to wait and see how that impacts you. But in the meantime, just know that there are opportunities for you to get that cash out refinance. If the rates are going up, that means your credit card rates are going up. And as gas is going up and food is going up, the need for consolidating your debts, uh, redoing your finances is more important than ever. Make sure you contact us up here. We can help you. Text us about a cash out refinance, a home equity loan, if you're trying to buy a home right now. Uh, you can go You can go online to texasunny.com or Texas at 972-387-4600. William, you're out there. You're, you're quoting people. Uh, people are out shopping for homes. Some of these people, we, get, we give everyone a free pre-approval, right? We go through our underwriting service. Our, underwriting, uh, our underwriters underwrite the loan mm-hmm. prior to you getting a contract on a house. This is all free. We, we, we get you pre-approved. We get you pre-underwritten so that your loan is ready to go. A lot of these people have been pre-underwritten and pre-approved only to find out when they came come back with a contract that their mortgage rates have risen 1%. That's true. And the good thing about, well, not the good thing about that, but the way to count, counter that is to really just make sure and let the borrowers know on a weekly basis or every time we touch each other to let them know where rates are at, how this is impacting their payment, and where we really should be looking at to keep their payment where they want it to be. Now, William Cobb, the ginger ninja... He just wanted to make sure that, you know, he was talking about touching his clients. And uh, we we do – he does have soft hands. I just want to let you know. But in the me- but most of you, 
don't want to be touched when you're getting your mortgage. For those that do, it's William Cobb at TexasLending.com. Are you um, missing inappropriate Uncle Bubba? You're going to have to sign a <laughs> waiver before you call, before you start doing your loan. But we will funnel you William's way if that's the what, you, what you like in your mortgage. So anyway, you, when you're reaching out to them, you're telling them weekly, hey, the rates are continue to rise, right? Yes, this is how it's going to impact your payment. But the main thing we focus on is letting them know like how they're actually, when they buy their house, where all of their money is going to break down and, and actually go to. That's one of the biggest questions they ask is, mm. what are my closing costs and, and how much is, gonna, is it going to be? So not everyone un- understands what's going on out here. And it's, it's weird how we're all been, we've all been conditioned because w- everything we're reading and seeing all the time is a conditioning. It's, we're conditioned for a reason. And uh, the conditioning is that, oh, the Federal Reserve said mortgage rates went up. I mean, I, I read articles. This is what it means for your mortgage. Well, it didn't mean anything for your mortgage. The Federal Reserve raising the rate one quarter of one percent doesn't mean anything for your mortgage, because the Federal Reserve hasn't raised rates all year, but mortgage rates are up one one and a quarter to one and a half percent over where they were on December thirty first. They're one and a quarter to one and a half percent higher than they were on December thirty first, and that all happened prior to the Federal Reserve doing anything. So, the Federal Reserve raising the rates one quarter of one percent to stem thirteen percent inflation, you know. It's uh, it's it's like it's like uh, I I had an analogy I used earlier in the week, but it's not right for the radio. But I just want to tell you that the, the, the raising rates one quarter of a percent to stem thirteen percent inflation, I guess it's done to not shock the system, but the system's already shocked enough. All right, the system has been built for the last two years on on zero percent interest rates, and this, that's what the system has been built on, and now rates are about. You know, the 15-year rate was about one and three quarters of a percent at the end of the year at TexasLending.com. You could find a 15-year mortgage at one and three quarters if you were paying an origination fee and things like this. Uh, and now the the 15-year the fix is up around three to three and a quarter percent, depending on the day of the week. And so the 30-year mortgage is now uh, up or near four percent. And so, uh, which was around two and a half percent at the end of the year. And so we'll have to see how these homes, which have gone up a couple hundred thousand dollars in value the last couple of years, how they are going to, how these increased, not increased, how the, the rates that have risen uh, because of the inflation thing, how they're going to impact the home buying season. We'll have to see how it goes. But in the meantime, text us. Hey, if you want to buy a home, you got to text us some information. Trust, what kind of information do they need to tell us when they want to buy a house? We would love to know your credit score, your yearly income, gross income, and how much you plan on putting on a down payment. Yes, how much you can put on your down payment. We'll say it again just so we can repeat it for everybody. Your gross income and your credit score. And we can tell you about how much home you might be able to buy, what kind of payment you might be able to have. Those payments are going up now with the rising rates. And we will give you also some information on your refinance or cash out refinance if you tell us your current credit score, your current interest rate, current credit score, current interest rate, as well as your your current home value and your current balance in your mortgage that you're currently paying. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, we're going to take a break, and we'd like very, very, very much for you to stay tuned and be back with us when we come back and make sure you're texted now call our office we have loan officers standing by 972-387-4600 ready to take your phone call 
And if you go online and apply now, they'll also call you back immediately. Go on to TexasSunny.com. We're coming back for more on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasSunny.com mortgage show waiting for your text at 972-387-4600. Hey, listen, people were applying for mortgages the entire time between January 1st and this last Wednesday. During that time, mortgage rates had increased one and a quarter to one and a half percent. People in four, full force and full throttle were applying for mortgages, thinking, oh, no, the Federal Reserve is going to raise rates. Well, mortgage rates have dropped after the Federal Reserve raised rates. Mortgage rates dropped on Thursday and Friday. And you know what? The conditioned consumer, your friends, your neighbors, pulled back at applying for mortgages at a clip of 33% lower on Thursday and Friday than the prior Thursdays and Fridays of the year. Uh, granted, it was St. Patrick's Day, and so... I'm sure that know, had a lot to do with it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we would like to give you some green money to help you pay for that green beer, uh, but <laughs> especially if it went on your credit card. But and it is also spring break for many. Yes. So that is going on as well. But the there are a lot of people that have a lot of equity in their home right now, and you you might want to call and see how that equity can be rearranged because a lot of you have a lot of debt. You have a lot of credit card debt, $20,000, $30,000 in credit card debt, many people. And a lot of people put their their food and their gas on those credit cards. And so you might be paying 20% on your credit cards for the food you ate two weeks ago. Okay, so I hope that burrito was good. But in the meantime, (laughs) uh, in the meantime, you might want to see if you can get that interest rate at 20% reduced significantly. Find out what you can find. And there's so much equity in home. Our average home equity loan, cash out refinance, we call them, when they're done, people are getting about 60% on average of the out of their homes. They're still left with 40% of the equity in their house. That's our average that we're doing is we're writing the loan, it's done, and people still have 40% equity in their house. So they, they're getting out, some of these people are getting 80, 100,000 out, redoing some things in their house, getting their debts consolidated, and then still left with a lot of equity. There's there's no uh, nothing that says you need to max out your equity in your house. If you can, if if there's a benefit to you to consolidating your debts and your payments and doing some refurb on your house, call us at TexasSunny.com. Or if you're trying to get into that home right now, especially if there is a slowdown of buyers, now is your time. Now is your time. If there's a slowdown of buyers, then sellers are going to have to not start accepting some loans at list price here coming shortly. And so it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out here the next year. This year is going to be uh, one of the tighter years in the mortgage business that we've seen in a long time. Uh, but for you at home, that means there's opportunity. So make sure you contact us at 972-387-4600. Okay, uh, back to Tress. Yeah. Tress. So let me ask you a question. Do you have any neighbors that you know are struggling with the higher gas prices? Uh, Well, Everybody is. Everyone is, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so everybody is, especially if you're driving to work. Some people are working from home. Some people are, Some people are. you know, and the thing is the ones that have to drive, uh, in many cases, uh, the ones that have to travel to work are, are the ones that can least afford it, <laughs> you know. And so uh, it, it's, it's creating a dichotomy of the people that are paying for gas and the people that aren't. Uh, and so it's it's a weird thing that's happening. But the other thing is, these restaurants have to pay for gas to have food delivered to them, and the builders of the houses have to pay for gas. To all the all the those things going on, and 
and it, it, it is it's cascading and that we'll have to see how that that moves forward but in terms of you buying a home let's stick to that let's stick to you getting the best interest rate y that you can we still find some 30-year mortgages in the high threes under certain circumstances we're still what kind of rates are you seeing on the home purchases uh, William, a 30-year fixed. Uh, the average purchase we're getting is about 350000 now, which is double where it was just five years ago. Our uh, The average loan amount for a purchase is three fifty, where it was 100. That was our loan amount, was 170 on a purchase. Now it's three fifty dollars uh, here in Texas. So what what kind of rates are you seeing on those kind of things? Uh, for good credit, you're going to see rates that are in the mid to upper threes or possibly 4%. Um, yeah. For, for you know, conventional or, or even FHA, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So how about FHA? Were you seeing those rates same? Um, they're a little, little bit less in the three and a quarter, three and a half range. You mm -hmm. usually nice. save yourself about you know point three seven five or point five percent. Getting FHA. Going FHA. Now FHA does have some higher mortgage insurance premiums that go to the government. The government's mortgage insurance is higher than the private mortgage insurance, the PMI. Uh, for FHA, they call it mortgage insurance premium (MIP). And then for for private mortgage lenders, banks and such, they call it PMI. Um, and so PMI in many cases is lower than the than the FHA insurance. Mm -hmm. You also have the VA loans. Have you done, seen any VA recently? Yes, lots of veterans call in to, to get pre-approved with us. It is free. But when we let them know that there's no lender fees for veterans on veterans, yeah. loans, it, it helps keep more money in their pocket. Yes. And their rates are actually the best, the, the yes. end-all, be-all loan. Yeah, it is. is, is They're in the mid-low threes, right? They sure are. Low, yeah, and so you can get yourself a good deal on a VA loan. And if you're trying to get that VA refinance, let's get that done now. The only way to combat long-term inflation is to continue to raise interest rates or collapse the economy. Um, so we'll see which comes first. Uh, but well, but in the meantime, the rates – You here's the reason why. You sitting at home who uh, has a 401K – and you give your money to your your financial planner, and you say, here's my money. And so what are you going to do with my money? And they say, we're going to buy some stocks, and we're going to buy some bonds. Okay, great. What kind of rate are you getting in my bonds? Well, we can invest in this sweet mortgage at 2.5%. You know, and they're going, you're saying, you know, uh, you know if you want to continue being my financial planner, you're going to have to. <laughs> and so... So what ends up happening is they say, "Well, I'll give you a nice four percent rate while the rate while long-term inflation's at seven or 11. and you're like, I, "I don't want I don't want to have a four percent rate." So you at home, your fi your financial planner and you and your 401k want higher rates of return while inflation is high. That's why mortgage rates go up, because th your money that you put into your 401k funnels its way into Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac that give people mortgages. And they can only offer loans at low rates as long as people are willing to accept low rate, low, low long-term rates. So the Federal Reserve will continue to raise short-term rates, and hoping of stemming long-term inflation by trying to keep it low. That's the layman's explanation of what they're trying to do. But I see rates going up in the mid. In, in, in the meantime, uh, so I see rates continuing to rise because I think the Federal Reserve, uh, the, our, our federal government is the other thing. Our federal government can't afford their debts. Okay. They pay more every year in, in paying interest on the on the debt that they already have than on anything else. And if the, if interest rates double, then they can't be spending any money uh, because in our federal government, their debt their debt payments double. And so uh, there's one there's only two ways to get out of that: have really low rates so they can pay off those low rates, or 
devalue the dollar so that their old debts from 25, 30 years ago, those old debts can be paid off by devaluing. If you cut the value of the dollar in half and you print double the money, then our federal government uh, can then pay off old debts with new money that is uh, worthless. So, so anyway, those are the things. They either got to create inflation or they got to keep rates low. Uh, by, so th we have to see which one's going to win out. A lot of people speculate that the, the, the inflation is going to win out. So inflation might be here for a while. Uh, at least that's the the uh, the immediate immediate situation. So you, what does inflation mean? Well, inflation that may bring inflated home values. That might bring uh, higher. Eventually, it might mean higher pay at work. You know, if companies need to pay people more money for them to be able to afford their gas, uh, if their if the companies are making money, then we'll have to see how that all plays out. But you can ask your questions here if you want to refinance or get that cash out refinance. 972-387-4600. That's how you text us. Tell us your situation. Tell us what you want. We'll tell you about how much money you can get out of your house. Again, rates have dropped about a quarter percent from where they were on Wednesday after the Federal Reserve raised the short-term rate. We'll see if that trend continues. Uh, I, I think right now, if you're going to get a loan lock, you want to get locked now before rates continue to rise. And so... Well, somebody wanted to know. I'm interested in a cash-out refinance on two properties. That's what they said. They have two properties. So I'm assuming one of them is a primary, and then the other. So they either have two investment properties, or they have a primary residence and a second home, or they have a primary residence and an investment property. Uh, just know investment property rates are significantly higher, significantly higher, about 1.5% higher than you're going to find on a conventional primary residence. So investment property rates are about 1.5% higher in many cases than your conventional uh, primary residence. Mm. Uh, if they're trying to get cash out on their on their primary residence, again, give us a call. We have loan officers standing by. They don't. We don't know your information. If you want to send us some information on the home values, the home values, the interest rates that you're seeing and your current mortgages, the equity position you have in those mortgages, we can tell you about how much money you might be able to get out. So they can do two at once? I mean, yeah. it's feasible? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one would be an investment property cash out. Mm. One would be a primary home cash out. If they're going to get a second home cash out, uh, the rates will be higher on the investment on the on the second home cash out. Rates are going to be much higher on the second home cash out, probably by about 1% higher on the second home cash out. Mm. All yes. right. Well, and I do want to I do want to point out that this to our listeners and Many people trust they. Many people trust they don't understand how points work. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you this: many times it doesn't make sense to pay points. I'm seeing more value in paying points right now than I have seen in a long time. I'm seeing in some cases where one point can buy your rate down half a percent. In some cases, we're seeing some cash outs where. You, you pay one point, and instead of getting four and a half, you get 4%. Where typically one point buys your rate down a quarter of a percent. So what does that mean? Typically, if you're going to pay 1% origination or discount on your mortgage, if you're going to pay that point, it helps you, again, get about a quarter percent lower rate. That quarter percent lower rate will typically take about four and a half to five years to pay back in terms of paying the point. The that's 1% of the loan amount. So if you're getting a $350,000 loan, one point costs $3,500. That $3,500 is 
can buy your rate down a quarter percent. And then by having the lower rate, after four and a half to five years, that $3,500 is paid back, and for the rest of the loan, you're saving money. I'm seeing in some circumstances, in some instances, that the one point is buying your rate down a half a percent. So you as a consumer might say, hey, it might make sense for me to pay that point because then I can pay that point. That paying It will be paid back in half the time because that half percent lower rate is significant on your loan amount. And so on a $350,000 loan, that might be a half a point might be $150 a month lower than your mortgage payment. So that's significant, especially if you can finance that point, in some cases on a refinance. Make sure you call TexasLending.com. We can take a look at it for you. Trust says we're taking a break. Get your question in now, 972-387-4600. Call us. We can share with you where your opportunities lie in your mortgage. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com. We will come back after these messages on 105.3 The Fan. All right. Standing in for inappropriate Uncle Bubba <laughs> is William Cobb. Hello, delivering hello. Delivering on cue. <laughs> and we have Trust Collins here enjoying the enjoying the morning. And so uh, I know I've been doing a lot of talking and uh, just trying to share with everybody what we see going on and what, what kind of things do we predict going on coming up. William, you've been seeing, you saw just some quotes this week for second homes and investment properties. What kind of pricing differentials are you seeing on those? Um, they're actually looking a lot, uh, a lot like the same. Um, on investment properties, they are slightly higher, usually in the, the higher fours or possibly low 5% range, depending upon, you know, what the yep. value is. Yep. But on the second home, we're about a quarter point difference, maybe 0.125. You saw a lot of homes going up 15, 25% last year. And so I was reading another headline that said that the average consumer uh, made more money in their home value going up last year than they did in their job. Um, and so there's that equity there. Some people might sell their homes to get that equity. Some people might get a cash out refinance to utilize that equity to make improvements and such. Just know those second home rates did go get increased by Fannie Mae uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, that was to for them to prepare for the impacts of the long-term inflation and how that will impact second homes, people that pay them. Uh, things that I see coming up, things that w here's what I see happening. One, um, there are the non-QM loans. TexasLending.com, if you're self-employed, maybe you can't document your income through W-2s, maybe you're 1099 and don't have great tax returns. We have loans that we can use your 1099s. We have loans that we can use your bank statements uh, for documenting income. We have loans that we can uh, help you if you uh, have alternative ways of documenting your income. We have to document income for you to be able to pay document you can pay a mortgage back but if you have a 620 score or a 600 score there are loan programs out there for you to get these loans done they're called non-qualified non-qualified generally just means that they can't be insured by the federal government and so they're insured they're, they're not insured at all they have no insurance on them so they're typically going to have 20 percent equity in them if you're trying to get cash out they're great if you're trying to buy a home and you have you're self-employed you can't document your income there are still loans for you texasstudy.com has them we have a team that does them at 972-387-4600. Call in now. Uh, Tress. Yeah, we have questions. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. How many points can I buy for a loan? I have always heard of buying points but knew nothing about it or how it works. I just learned a little bit through your discussion, so thank you for that. So I'm going to preface this by saying that most people, well, 99% of us, me included, don't 
think about mortgages. Before I got in the mortgage business, mortgages were not my thought. I didn't think about them at all. I knew nothing about them. I did whatever the realtor and the loan officer told me when I bought my first house. They put papers in front of me. I signed them. Uh, then I got in the mortgage business, so I understood a little bit more. And most of us don't understand that all of you don't, you don't qualify for a rate. You qualify for a range of rates. Okay. So it, when, when mortgage companies quote a rate on the Internet, they typically just quoting one scenario. And, but there are many scenarios for you. You could, have, you could ask for a zero closing cost loan. You can ask for a loan with the lowest rate. Those are two different things. Lower, pay, paying more closing costs can pay, get you a lower rate. Paying no, no closing costs, you're going to have a much higher rate. And so usually the differential between you doing a zero closing cost loan to you having the lowest rate could be a 1% difference. So some of you might qualify, if you're paying some points, you might qualify a rate uh, in around 2.99% on a 15-year mortgage. If you don't pay a point or any fees or anything like that, you might be up around uh, 4%. Okay, so how do these points work? Well, if you just went out there and said, just give me your closing cost, underwriting fees, processing fees for you to do, do you to do a loan lender, they say, here's your rate, 3.5%. But if you pay a point, you can get 3 and a quarter. Oh, some people actually might be able to pay a point and get 3% right now, right around there on a 15-year mortgage depending on your equity position, your credit score, and there's other things that impact it. But as a point comes, paying one point is paying 1%. One, one point is 1% of the loan amount. So if you get a $300,000 loan and you pay one point, your rate could be three and a quarter versus three and a half. If you pay two points, your rate might be, some of you might get two and three quarters versus three and a quarter. You're buying, you might buy your rate down a half. Sometimes there's diminishing returns. The more points you pay, the less it buys your mortgage down. There's a floor where the market won't accept that a rate below a certain amount. But you, the consumer right now, for example, on a 15-year conventional refinance, might find a rate between 3 and 4%. If you're, not, you're paying zero to low, no closing costs versus paying closing costs in a point. Okay, so you have to find out which is right for you. Do I not want to have any closing costs? When it comes to points... We said typically it can buy down a quarter percent of interest. And I'm seeing buckets where it can buy down a half a percent on the interest rate, which is a very – so when you're getting quoted a rate right now, I say, hey, if I pay a point, what does it do for me? Because so, some of the loan officers have not woken up to this yet. They haven't – they're not they're, – they're just seeing what's on the screen. But they, hey, by the way, a point might get you a half percent better. Let's do that. It makes a lot more sense, especially long term for you. So anyway, that, was, that, that is an option for you. So anyway – Okay, ready for the next yes. one? All right. What do you suggest for an engaged couple wanting to buy their first home? Credit score is 667 and only have about 10000 available for a down payment. Don't do it. That's what I suggest. Okay. Next. <laughs> no, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, All right, short and sweet, short and sweet. <laughs> no, 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 no. How unusual. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They, there's an engaged couple, and they want to buy their first home. So at 667, what would you, when they call you for their first home and they have a 667, what kind of, what kind of lights go off for you, William? Uh, the first thing I would ask is if either one of them are veterans. Um, and if that is the case, absolutely, we want to go with a veterans loan. But if not, I would say FHA is going to be the next, the next best bet. Yeah, once you get it below 680, 
your conventional rates go up substanti substantially. Your FHA rates can get hit too, but they typically don't get hit till down below 640, 620 is where your FHA rates start really taking a pounding. At 667, you're going to find the same FHA rate as you do at a 700 credit score. There's no charge from FHA or HUD for you have a 660 score versus 700. So with a 667 score, FHA is going to get you the best rate. And as William talked about earlier, you're seeing FHA rate quotes where? Usually in the mid to lower threes at the moment. You typically have an APR. When we say you have a, a rate of three and a quarter, three and a half on an FHA loan, they might have an APR in the fours. Why would their APR be so much higher? Because the FHA mortgage insurance that's charged by HUD uh, stays there for the life of the loan on most of these FHA loans. On the 30-year loan with a minimum down payment, mm -hmm. your, your mortgage insurance from HUD stays there for the life of the loan. So that mortgage insurance impacts you so that you're paying over three and a quarter rate, but your APR is going to be in the fours. But still your payment should be lower than if you, with a 667 score, you have to take a look and see if the conventional loan is any better. Your down payments, how much down payment for FHA? Three, it's going to be 3.5%. 3.5 minimum out of pocket for an FHA loan. That's your minimum out of pocket for an FHA loan. And then your conventional minimum out of pocket is 3%. So we have to take a look and see which can be a better payment for you uh, with that score. If you can squeeze that score up above 680, you're going to end up getting yourself uh, a better conventional rate and payment and mortgage insurance. But FHA, when I see 60, 667, I think uh, I think immediately my brain goes to, like you said, VA or FHA. Mm -hmm. right. With these guys in particular, um, the fact that they are not technically married at the moment would be something I'd want to talk with them about and see if it's a better loan program to get them as an one individual purchasing this home versus them purchasing the home together. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because once you're married, if you just want to use one of the one of the spouses on the on the on the loan, uh, you have to use both credit reports, uh, both spouses. But if you're not married yet, we only have to use one of the credit reports uh, and one of the incomes if only one of you wants to qualify in the house. That, that's important. Sometimes. Some of you have better yeah. credit scores than your spouse do. Yeah. It's you know? funny how that works out. Uh, everybody I talk to, uh, myself included, um, one, one, one member typically works quite off qu uh, more than the other, but the other's credit score is quite a bit higher than, than yeah. the one that's working for some reason. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> That's good information, though. All right. You can text us if you want to call call the loan officer now. We have people here ready to take your phone call at 972-387-4600. That's 972-387-4600. Go online and apply on TexasLending.com. Trust are you saying we have to take a break? Yeah, we do, but we have more questions when we come back from break. Okay. Get your question lined up for Tress. We will start answering them when we get back. Make sure you go online and apply again to TexasLending.com. And we do have CSRs, our customer service reps, that answer your phone live every time you call in. And they are here now. They got up early this morning. It's always good to see uh, everyone in their, in their weekend incognito clothes uh, on a Saturday morning answering phones for you. But they are ready to take that call at 972-387-4600. Go online and apply. We're going to come back for more. After these messages on 105.3 The Fan. All right, we are back on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. And we have our friends Tress Collins and William Cobb with us today. Did they call you Billy when you were a kid? They did. Did you? Yeah, wasn't yeah. too happy about it. And all kinds of other 
names. Yeah, yeah. With a last name like Cobb, there was a, a lot yeah, of Yeah, all lot kinds of, of things. Yeah, yeah, my gosh. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife my wife fell for me for I think one and one only one reason that her her maiden name was Halberstadt. And so it's a mouthful. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, when it came to Miller She's, She's like, like winner. Si- sign me up. <laughs> hey, so, I, so. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. So Cobb is an easy one to spell, right? Yeah. Okay, we have more questions. Are you all ready? Yes. Here we go. Kind of lightning round here, fellas. Hello, have an odd question. If I'm looking to do a cash out refinance to pay off debts, are there options that have the lender pay those debts off directly? My DTI would be too high to qualify if not, but would be fine with those debts paid off. Man, that's how 90% of these cash outs get done. And I want to tell you, I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen tens of thousands of credit reports over my days from when I was writing loans and other such things. And I've seen financial statements. People don't have money, all right? <laughs> Most people don't have money. So you're out there thinking, man, I'm I'm not the same as everybody else. But most people don't have a bunch of money sitting around. And they're consolidating their debts. And they're getting cash out loans to live their lifestyle. You in this situation are in the same situation as many. And when you go to a closing on a cash out refinance, you bring your bills to closing. And we know that you can't qualify unless the bills are paid off. So what happens is when your loan funds, you close it. You wait your three days rescission period. That's the three days of remorse or no remorse. And after, if there's three days of no remorse and you want your loan, then loan funds. If there's three days of remorse and you sign your right of rescission, you need to cancel the loan and it doesn't fund. Now, for those of you that don't have the remorse or have the need to get those bills paid, when that loan funds, the title company will then send out checks to these third parties. So they will write the checks to these third parties if you have five lenders had to be paid off and so uh, five different bills that need to be paid so you can do it at closing or at the funding of the loan that can happen and then I would just do a good job communicating with the title company to verify those bills were paid off that they were sent out that they're the right ones there's sometimes discrepancies that someone brought the wrong bill the wrong thing got paid mm-hmm. and they, it's garbage in garbage out right so whatever whatever you bring to the title company is what they're going to pay off and sometimes they're we as the, the lender, the loan officer might know exactly what has to get paid, but sometimes they're not sitting there at closing, especially when you're doing these e-closings, you know, and we're pushing buttons to close loans. Just make sure you do a good job communicating. Sometimes, for example, last year, a guy, uh, the taxes had to be paid. The, uh, the taxes were sent, but the, 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 the taxing authority had cashed the check, but they hadn't given them credit for it. And they were getting really mad at us. And so we had to help this person find out where those tax bills got applied to. They got applied to the wrong person oh, <laughs> in the wrong house. And so they're yelling at us, you never paid my taxes. You know, that. Uh, so we want to help you save money. That's, that, that is how we feel good about ourselves. Our loan officers are the kind of people that, you know, wake up in the morning and feel good about. What do you feel good about when someone closes their loan, William? Um, on a purchase, it's it feels good to let, like, to be a part of them being Starting their life, moving and, and into a house, something that's theirs. Yes. On the refinance side, it's it's showing them that because you own this house and how much money you have built in your equity, how much that can impact your total outflow monthly. Now, the strange thing about William is he has negotiated a guest room in ninety percent of the homes of the loans that he's got closed. So it's a little bit weird 
but he is a surrogate family member for many of you. <laughs> he feels <laughs> he, he becomes very close to you, and you're trying to get that first home. So, yeah, he will give you support. He will give you. <laughs> he will cheer for you. He'll come downstairs and wake you up in the morning. And being a purchase loan officer, it's a, it's a lot of helping people figure out what they need to do to qualify. But a lot of it's being their therapist along the way. Cause yeah, it's a long road uh, in uh, a lot of cases. And a lot of people don't know we have a home purchase team and a refinance team. So home purchase teams are focused on getting your pre-approved, reading your contract, getting you closed on time. That is their focus. And so. If you're trying to buy a home, there's no better deal. And then we re we, uh, we refer you over to our real estate company uh, associates over at TDT Realtors, and then they give you a discount. To everyone who gets a home through TDT Realtors, they give you a discount of the realtor fee at closing. So it's a great it's a great marriage. Make sure you call TexasSunny.com and ask for William. More Trust. questions. Yes. Here we go. I'm on a 15-year loan at 3.375% with about 12 years to go. Can I cash out and keep the same time remaining, or do I have to do a new 15- or 10-year loan? Listen, you don't have to do anything. First of all, that's the good news. So relax there. Sigh of, sigh of relief. Breathe. The, the other thing is you can get a 30-year loan, a 20-year loan, a 15-year loan, a 10-year loan. You can do that. You can, you can get a 10-year loan if you want. Okay? You don't have to get – there's 12 years remaining. You could take a 15-year loan and pay it off in 12. You could take a 15-year loan and pay it off in one year. You can pay it off as fast as you want. You don't have – if you've got a 30-year loan, that's just that it gives you the minimum lower payment, right? And you can take more time to pay it off, or you can just pay extra every month, pay it off faster. So that gives you choices. You can get a 15-year mortgage. The rate in a 15-year is virtually the same as a 10-year mortgage. It's, they're virtually the same. And so sometimes you get a better deal on a 10-year mortgage. But you can take a look at either. You can get that cash out done and uh, see what options are there for you. And like I said, many people only borrow up to 60% of the value of their house when they're getting cash out. Some of you have your homes paid off. You come to us, hey, I want to get 120, 150 grand out of my house. And so there you go. You get it, and you're doing things with it. Trust. All right, here we go. Just paid my mortgage off 15 years early. Seems I took a 40-point drop for paying it off. Am I being punished for paying off my mortgage early? Is this something that's common in the mortgage industry? Uh, it has nothing to do with the mortgage industry. It's the credit industry. They're talking about their credit score going down 40 points, I think. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on what other credit you have. If all your other credit is is maxed out and you had a mortgage that you were paying and it was proven paid on time, now you don't have a mortgage, right? So there's no mortgage, and so the credit report is an algorithm. It's just looking at ones and zeros, and when it sees maxed out credit cards, it could say, oh, this person's just maxed out in these credit cards. It doesn't see this long-term. That long-term debt is gone, okay? So mm -hmm. It doesn't exist anymore in the ones and zeros world. However, the other option is if you don't have any credit and you had a mortgage, now you don't have a mortgage, and so you don't have any debt payments. And so the credit, the, the credit algorithm can't determine whether you're a credit risk or not. And so your credit, that has nothing to do with the mortgage industry. Anytime you have, if you max out a, a, a credit card or if you eliminate all your credit cards, let's say you cancel all your credit cards, that can have a similar impact on lowering your credit score. So we are not credit experts here, but we play credit experts on TV. So <laughs> that, that didn't make any sense, but yeah, we're not doctors and we can't say we're doctors on TV either, right? You are. You might be a doctor. I know when I paid off my car, I did the same thing. My score dropped, and the only thing I can think of why it did that to me was because there was just one less thing reporting as active. Yes, mm. one less active. If you only have a couple active things, or if things are maxed out, that's we don't know your credit report. We haven't seen it, but we can give you some ideas. Uh, trust. 
Uh, that's all we have, which is really great because we're just about out of time. Not only that, you know, if if somebody if if somebody just puts two hundred dollars in a credit card ba- that has a that has a limit of two hundred dollars, that can also make a credit score go down. So mm. we don't know. There's just all kinds of things that can happen to impact credit scores. Remember, this is an algorithm. It's not somebody sitting there going giving you an A or a smiley face. It is going into. It, it's just a computer system. It's an algorithm that says this this is the risk score of this person being able to pay their bills over the next three months. And if it can't read it, if there's no read on it, you know, then then they don't really know much uh, enough. And you say, well, I just paid it off. Well, they obviously don't have that into the into the into the credit bureau. So, yeah. And then they said most of the bills are paid off. Yeah, that's one of the issues. Well, we're out of time, folks, but you can go online and apply right now on TexasLending.com. You can call. Ask for William if you're trying to buy a home. Nine, seven, two, three, eight, seven, forty six hundred for Trust Collins. William Cobb. I'm Kevin Miller. We'll see you next week in the TexasLending.com mortgage show on one oh five three. The fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.